0: Welcome. This week's guest is Brent Webb, a motivational speaker who has spent the last 25 years traveling the world teaching people how to unlock and unleash their inherent mind power. He suggests that people today face more disruption and uncertainty than ever and aims to help them overcome these challenges and uncertainties. He believes that unlocking success, prosperity, love and health requires different tools now than ever before. He aims to provide people with the necessary resources to build their dream lives from scratch. In response, Brent has created a curriculum that provides all the tools needed to build a fulfilling life. Rather than focusing on one particular area, Brent's program aims to unlock success, prosperity, love and health through the power of the mind. Brent suggests that the time for talking is over and encourages individuals to take action by investing in themselves and their future. This is the Strong, Single and Human podcast. Hi, Brent. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey. Thanks for coming on board. It is awesome to be here. Thank you.
0: I, no, I can't wait because I feel as though I'm a little bit at a roadmap, map at road crossroads, sorry, a road map. I'm a little bit at a crossroads myself at the moment. So I'm going to pick your brains with how I can create my dream life because I'm a bit bored and a bit peed off with what i'm doing not this obviously i love doing the podcast (laughs) but my day-to-day things are a little bit meh so first of all right i've given a little bit of an introduction to you but look tell people about how you who you are and how you came to be a mind power
1: expert well i was a, a little chubby kid from the midwest of america uh Single only child, you know, uh, full of anxiety as a kid. So, as a lot of little kids do, you want to do something to kind of stand out. I started doing magic tricks when I was a little kid. So, I was five years old or so. And, you know, that was kind of my thing. And so, I would devour books at the library, magic books. One day, I got a book uh, that was in that section. I got it home. It was called The Magic of Believing, and it was all about mind power, it was all about how we can use our mind to start changing our life. Now, even as a kid, I realized that there was something there, that there was something bigger to this than I realized. So I really, I gave that everything. You know, I started um, doing, you know, speaking events and, li- and live shows and just getting that word out. I went to college. I was there for a semester. I hated it. I, I thought ah. I can't. Yeah. So I dropped out, went on the road, and I've been doing this ever since. This is my 30th year this year.
0: Wow, yeah, and I have to say right? nobody can see, but Brent doesn't look that Brett doesn't look that um old. Uh, he's all <laughs> like nice and svelt like and like yeah, we're all good.
1: <laughs> I think that's just your connection, but thank you very much.
0: Well, that's okay. that's fine <laughs> <laughs> right okay. um so this book, what was this book called
1: The Power uh, Five Steps to the Perfect Mindset.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. I'm just asked because I'm building up a list. So I don't know if it's
1: still in print, but maybe I should get it. Oh, you mean, no, wait, wait. You mean the book that I found at the library? Yes. Okay. That's The Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol.
0: You can still find it.
1: Right. Life changing. It's an amazing book. Wow.
0: And so then, so, okay. So you, so that book basically changed your life. And put you on this career path that you've been doing for 30 odd years with various superstars and celebrities that you've worked with as well right so how do we change our minds because it's our minds right they've been we've dealt with i don't know we've been blueprinted to a certain extent by our parents and our you know their parents etc etc how do we actually stop What we're thinking about and how we think about things
1: and change it well it's exactly what you said the first thing you have to do is realize that you are programmed it doesn't matter how old you are it doesn't matter where you are from the moment that we're born, you know, we're being programmed by our parents, siblings, teachers, just all the people around us telling us what they believe and what they think and what they think we should do. So that creates programming. When you're a little kid, it's like you have a, a, a tape, you know, like a recording tape inside your mind, and it's just recording everything. So the, for the first 10 years, you have this tape running, and it's recording everything, okay? And that's when you're creating kind of your thought patterns and your belief patterns. You're a little kid. You're not logical. You're not mature, okay? You're under 10 years of age. That tape is the tape that's going to run in your head today. Anytime you're kind of on autopilot, when you're doing one thing and thinking about another, that's the tape that starts running. So if that tape is things like, I'm not good enough, I'm too fat, I'm never going to have money, whatever that is, that is what you're living with today. Choices you made as a child are keeping you really trapped today because most people don't even realize they're in this. It's like you're sleepwalking through your life. You know, there is Uh, something bigger out there. So I really think the first thing that I tell everyone is to just start becoming aware. Because as soon as you bring awareness to the fact that, wow, there's a voice talking in my head that's giving me all this negative uh, information, you know, wow, I say a lot of negative all day long. My mind is saying negative things. When you start becoming aware that that's happening, you're winning. Because now most people, like I said, are sleepwalking. They don't ever realize anything else is going on. They believe that voice is them. They believe what that voice is saying. They don't think there's anything more. So just bringing awareness to the, to your mind, to your life will start to change everything.
0: Should you start to write down these things? Should you actually, so, you know, if you're, if you're sitting there in a meeting for, for for one of a better example, and this is not. This is not me, by the way, but if you're sitting there in a meeting and you're going things like, oh, I'm just not good enough or like this imposter syndrome where you go, what am I doing sitting here in this meeting with all these like fantastically intelligent people and I'm not very intelligent or whatever, should you start to then come out of that go, hang on a minute, there's a lot of negative talk going on. I, I need to like write, this. should you be recording it to then be reading over it again and like reiterating it? I, I don't know.
1: A great thing that that people do uh, that I tell people all the time is just buy a little notepad and a pen and keep it with you. So if you're having an episode or you're standing in line at the bank and you and you you realize, wow, there's a lot of negativity going on. Yes, you write it down, you know, so you can look at it later. Start keeping track because if if someone would do that for a week, you would realize you're thinking 90% negative in 10. I mean, you would you would totally realize that your life is almost all negative. It's like I I try to explain to people the voice in your head. There's two voices. There's the voice that you create, like if you're trying to think of something, so you're you're working. But then there's the voice that just appears and says things like, you know, I don't know why you're doing this. You you know you can never do this. So why are you even trying? There's that voice, right? I call it the bitchy roommate. You're stuck with this person who lives with you. You can't get away from them, and all they do is give you negative, uh, you know, narration. So the voice that voice is just kind of your conditioned past it's all the things that happened to you in the past your mind is trying to protect you so it's looking at reality right now but it's going back in the files and trying to find something from the past that fits what's happening now so if your past is full of a lot of negative things or uh, break you know heartbreaks and things like that that is what you're going to be regurgitating into your present. So you're never seeing reality. You're seeing reality through the lens of your past. So that's what people don't realize. It's You're never seeing honest reality. You're always seeing it colored through the glasses of your past. So, again, awareness will start to change all that.
0: Yeah, and look, I got that when I first had the idea to do this podcast, right? I had the idea to do this podcast a month out. When I was interviewing people, and a month out from actually posting my first episode, my bitchy roommate, right, was saying, "Who's ever gonna? Who's gonna listen to this? Why are you doing this? Like, what if in you doing this, it causes you issues with my son's dad? Uh, you know, I say something on air that's like, and I've sworn and said a lot of things on air that maybe I shouldn't have done, but you know, that I've said stuff on air that basically would." Potentially, of course, a problem in our lives, right? And then I went, but what if it doesn't? So I went, you know. So, how, so I agree, right? Negative. I, I get it all the time, every day, right? It doesn't stop. Do like, do you get negative talk? Do you have a bitchy roommate in your head? And if so, how do you I stop? I do, him?
1: but it's he doesn't hardly talk anymore. That's what happens. of ev- Eventually, I mean, you're never going to get rid of it completely, but you know, I like to tell people as a as a little mind hack is name the voice. Okay, give it a name. I name mine is named Carl, right? And you name that voice. And here's why you do it: when the voice starts, you can go, "Oh my God, there's Carl again," and you you treat it almost like a, a bad kid, like a naughty child. That's how you you deal with that voice. Not the voice of God you know, in your head. This is some tiny, spiteful, mean (laughs) bully of a kid. So when you look at it that way, okay, um, and you name it, you can just laugh at it. And again, takes all the power away. These aren't huge, go into a cave and meditate for six weeks and concentrate on all the horrible things you've done. By just bringing awareness, by just moving through the process, these things fall away. You don't have to go deep into them and inspect them and and what, what are my feelings about this? You've stored so much crap like a hoarder. You have those in Australia people that fill their house with garbage and they call it okay. Oh god. Gotcha. That's what we are. We're mental hoarders. Yeah. We take all the garbage instead of getting rid of it, we we keep it. It's like, um, this happens to me. I break up with my girlfriend, right? It goes badly. So I don't that upsets me. So I don't go through it, I put it away now. Anytime I see a car on the road that looks like her car, I get nervous. I feel all the feelings, right? Because I haven't haven't worked through the issue. That's what we do as people. Everything's happening so fast-paced. It's like, uh, I'll just deal with this later. I'm going to push it inside. That takes willpower. That takes life force. And people, by the time you're 20, 30, 40, you're holding in 100,000 different things. The time you, you know... Whatever happened and you threw up in public and the time this happened and that, you've got all these things. And when you start working on yourself and you become aware, they just start working out automatically. That low-hanging fruit, we call it. It's things that you haven't thought about in 20 years will come up and they'll disappear by bringing awareness to it. So that gets rid of the voice. And it's an amazing place to live because you don't have that voice always doing saying the opposite of what you want to do which is what that voice normally does you're never going to be able to do this look at what happened to you in the past it's trying to protect you in such a backward way but again you realize that you become aware and you can handle that
0: wow okay okay so is this like because i know you were saying to me earlier that there's disruptions and challenges that people face every day so is this this inner voice the bitchy roommate mine's called sarah yeah um and (laughs) i've sort of i've named her now while you were saying while you were talking about it i was going oh my god mine is just a whingy little tiny but this is like a tiny little creature that sits in my corner of my room that just whinges at me like yeah me 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 so um yeah sarah i've named it now sarah's gone Whoosh. So, so that's <laughs> so that's really What we should do then? So, these are the disruptions and challenges. Are there any? Is this the little internal voice that's what people are dealing with on a day to day basis? Is there other things? Sorry, that was a big, massive chunk of me talking there. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a lot of things. I mean, it depends on uh, your upbringing. It depends on your parents. It depends on you know if you were able to be yourself. Uh, you know, when we're children, it's like everything's amazing. A child is when they're sad, they cry. When they're happy, they laugh. They go outside, they become princes and kings and firemen and whatever. Because as a kid, you're you're connected you, you, to that inner self, right? But then your parents start, okay, boys yeah. don't do this. Girls don't do this. Go to school. You're all in rows of desks. Learn. We're going to test you on this. So you become—they want you to become a cog in this machine. Where it's get a job, become part of the machine that's making money for you know two percent of the population. They don't want us to be uh, entrepreneurs. They don't want us to be passionate about about something. They want us to go work a job. You know, no matter how much money we make, it's still it, it, they want a job that's a cog in the machine. So again, you decide. It depends on how much backstory you have, how much you've got to get through as far as how you were programmed, but once you realize and you we all are so you know you've got to realize it because everyone is once you realize that then you can start digging yourself out
0: right and because if i suppose the problem is right if your parents are a wheel in that cog then it's comfortable and safe for them to say right you need to do good at school you need to go and get a good job because it's been indoctrinated well if i can get it out of my mouth into them And so, therefore, they're scared of doing anything else and they're scared of their child having any other
1: lifestyle because it's safe, I suppose. Well and of course and guess what is going to happen your kids are going to be dealing with the same issue if you don't stop it. Yeah. That's what happens when you bring uh, awareness to this and you you start working on this you can literally be the person that changes your entire bloodline that changes your whatever your generational patterns are whatever it is that your family has been you know making it's it's uh, people go through for generations you can stop that and be the one that what? gives your kids a, a completely different life because you realize the brain's a computer we all have one we, it's like you're born with the most amazing computer ever devised and there's no manual it's like you buy a cell phone you get a book you buy a microwave they give you 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 have this thing that can pretty much do anything in the universe and it's like you're all on your own. Learn it yourself. You go to school. They never tell you anything about the mind. How, you know, my teacher used to say, "Brant, you need to learn how to focus, right? And I said, how do you focus? Did, you, did I miss that day when we learned to focus? Because I don't remember that. And she couldn't really explain what focus. So it's like, you know, they don't understand. We can't be mad at them because when somebody comes from a place where they don't know this information, they don't understand it. How can you be mad at them? All you can do is change for you and change for the people that are going to come after you. And maybe your parents will be inspired and maybe they'll start to change. But don't worry about that. You're worrying about yourself because once you fix you, your kids, everybody is going to be great. You've got it's you first, you know, no one else you.
0: Well, and at the end of the day, right, take action with things that you can change. Right. Why worry about the stuff you can't? You can't change other people. You cannot change other people, right? No matter how much you try, influence, negotiate, whatever you want to do, right? You can't change who they are as such. You can hope that they see the light, but, you know, hey. So, okay. So we become aware of ourselves, right? We're there. We're aware of ourselves. We've named our bitchy roommate and... um You know, that we've got them like paying lots of rent now and buggering off so they have to go to work all the time so they're not talking to us in our house, whinging and moaning about stuff. So how do you, right? Because you, at the end of the day, right? You're a mind power expert and you help people build their fantastic dream life, right? And I sit here and I've spoken to people About the fact that I'm getting you on, right? And I've said, I'm speaking to a dude. You need to listen to this episode. He's, you know, a mind power expert. He helps people, pretty famous people as well, right? Get the dream lifestyle that they want. And they've gone, yeah, that's all a gimmick. The people who actually say, oh, we can help you get the dream lifestyle you want are actually the ones that are living the dream lifestyle because they say, oh, you need to pay me. $20,000, $20,000, and I'll tell you what the tricks are, right? So, is that the gimmick? Is that the,
1: you know, it's like, come on, Brent, tell me what's going on. Well, here's the thing I have done millions of dollars in my career working with those celebrities, touring the world, right? And teaching uh professional sports teams how to unlock their mind, billionaires, CEOs, all of that, okay? But right when COVID happened, I realized, look, I'm teaching the wrong people. I've spent my whole career making all this money, doing all these things. But when it comes down to it, it's the masses that need this. That's why I'm not selling anything. I have a free free Facebook group. I just want people to bring awareness to it, to understand it, to start going in that direction. Because when we do, it's going to get rid of so many of our problems. It's going to get rid of this us versus them mentality where it's always, you know, war and fighting and you know one side is whoever has more money is going to be the winner this idea that we're not all connected so i, I think you you know uh, it has nothing to do with the money it has to do with i want the people to have this information for themselves because i'm just seeing as the world gets more chaotic as we get more fast paced it's getting worse and worse our attention span is 7 seconds in the 80s it was like 7 minutes now it's 7 seconds there's so much pulling our attention you know, that uh, the regular everyday people are the ones that need this, not millionaires and billionaires. They've got tons of assistance. They already know this information. They're financially free, which is a huge weight. If you're financially free, your life is pretty damn good because you can do whatever you want whenever you want, right? So that's what it's about. It's not about, oh, buy my course and I'll make you, you know, when when I go on the road and teach people, that's one thing, but I'm not selling any kind of course. I'm just trying to say, I've used this on myself. I've used it. Uh I had cancer years ago. I had lymphoma. I passed out. I, wow. I went in un, I undiagnosed. All of a sudden I, I have cancer, right? Uh I used mind power to get through that situation. I was pretty much I was wouldn't say an alcoholic, but I mean I drank a lot. I drank a bottle of vodka a day for years. Okay. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I, <laughs> but of course, and I was functioning because it was I was out and I was doing, you know, everyone else was doing the same thing. But eight eight years ago, I decided this is ridiculous. You know, I'm going to kill myself again. uh, Mind power got through it. Quit smoking. Everything I've ever come up against in my life, I've been able to get through with the power of the mind. So a lot of the problem with most people is they don't believe that they have this. They don't understand that we all have exactly the same machine. We're just all... You know, some people are running 5%, some people are running 10, some people are running two, some people are running 80%, you know, of that brain, but we've all got that same uh, device that we can use. We just don't know how to use it.
0: Okay. So how do we get, so we're running 95% on full capacity power. So we've sorted out our bitchy lodger, right? Is that it? Is that the only thing that we have to do?
1: Well, no, of course not. But that's the. Well, f- I don't know. That's the first thing. It again. Oh, okay. Is the is realizing because if if I say to people, you know, the voice in your head, and most people will go, I don't know what you're talking about, and I'll say, uh, uh, I want you to say boat inside your head. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? Now see a boat. See it in your mind, and, and the voice starts talking. That's the vo- you know people that don't recognize they have one. It's a huge epiphany when they go, holy crap, there is a voice narrating my entire life. There's a tree. There's a dog. It just narrates everything, right? So, but what, what I, the, the second step, and again, very easy, but most people, they say in the course of a day, a person spends 40% of their time in the past. In other words, it's, I wish I could have done this. If this had happened, this wouldn't have happened. And so they're in their mind living in the past and, and, and wow, you know, struggling with it. 40%. Yeah. and 40% of the time, they're in the future, worried about what's going to happen. Is it going to happen this way? I don't want it to happen this way. What happens if it does? So only 20% of the time are they in the present? Are they in the now? That's the moment. And again, huge epiphany for some people when you realize the past isn't real because when the past was happening, it was the present. The future is not real. When When it happens, it will be the present. So this is your moment by going, by putting off everything to the next moment, you're, you know, you're delaying your gratification. You're you're saying happiness is somewhere ahead of me. When I get this job, I'll be happy. When I get this person, I'll be happy. When I do this, that, or this. What that does is perpetually put happiness away from you. So you're constantly chasing it. Wow. You know, you're running after okay. it. Okay. So knowing, okay, I need to be more present. Again, you're driving down the road. And you, you're thinking, you're not thinking, I got to turn left, I got to turn right, I got your, you're in your mind having an argument with your partner, you're deciding what you're going to have for dinner, you're wishing you wouldn't have had the shrimp for lunch, because now it's backing up in your stomach, or whatever. Okay, so you've slipped out of the now and you're on autopilot. And again, what happens on autopilot? That tape starts running from your past that you created when you were a kid. So now that's going inside your head. The guy in front of you is driving slow and the voice in your head is, oh my God, that doesn't this guy know I have to be somewhere, okay? Those are the first things you can start working on. The guy in front of you who's driving, forget about it, okay? He doesn't know that you're back there arguing with him anyway. You're giving all this energy to that, okay? Or I'm going on a picnic uh, Saturday, and if it rains, it's going to ruin my day, right? So then you've turned weather into this too. It's like, it's got to be sunny. If it rains, you know, it's the worst thing ever. God hates me. The universe is against me. You know people like that, right? That when anything bad happens, it's like, is it, the universe is out to get me, God hates me, and it starts a snowball effect, because you're creating that belief in your mind. And again, belief is the most wow. powerful thing, if you can create that in yourself, you know? And most of the time, we're creating a negative belief, a belief that we're not enough, that we're not good enough, that we can't have the things that we want. And I'm here to tell you, we, we can't.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, wow. at like... I tell myself something different about the guy in front. I always say that he is driving so bloody slowly, and sometimes they do, that he's trying to save me from an accident that's going to occur in the future. But I'm still thinking about the future. Is that me thinking in the being in the present or in the future? I don't know. But um, I'm just going, he's driving slowly. It's okay. It's the universe trying to save me from killing myself because I'm driving so quickly. I don't know. Anyway, that's how I justify it. Because you're right, the person in the car in front of you or behind you or beside you, they don't know what you're doing. You could be singing out the top of your voice and they wouldn't know. So, okay, but how do we then, how do we stop? I know it's, I know you're probably going to, we stop thinking about it, but how do we then, okay, I'm going to change my question. How do we get ourselves into the present? How do we deal with present stuff? Because all of this is happening and we've done all of this me for 50 odd years of my life right but like how do i reverse re-engineer this 50 years of moving forward and i'm just being selfish here and saying me no how do i re-engineer that so that i'm more thinking
1: about presence remember repetition got you here so doing the same thing over and over and over again got you here it's what's going to get you get you out of here so an easy thing you can do take a post-it note Take a piece of paper or something, draw a flower on it, anything, a heart, stick it behind your desk, okay? Now anytime you see that, you know to become present. And instantly you will become present because it will, just seeing that, if you have it on your fridge, put one on your fridge, put one on your mirror in your bedroom. So anytime you see that, it reminds you to become present, okay? I used to carry a little stone in my pocket, I used to call it my present rock. And if I would reach in my hand, my pocket for my keys, and I touch that rock, it would remind me again uh, to become present. So that's what it takes. It just takes repetition of being present. You know, it's like I said, you're driving and you're thinking about something else. It's like people are literally, when I get home, man, I'm going to argue with my wife and I'm going to tell her this. And then in your mind, you're doing both parts of the fight. She's arguing, you're you're creating this whole thing, what you're going to do when you get home and you're doing both sides of the argument. Okay. That's the kind of stuff we do. So when you realize that, you just become present. All that requires you to do is, okay, we're ma- you're making a cup of coffee, right? What's the moment here? Everybody forgets the moment when you're brewing the coffee, when you're pouring the cup. None of that matters to us. All we care about is the payoff, drinking the coffee. So what you do is you bring awareness to those things. You're brushing your teeth. Don't think about anything else. Give your teeth all your attention. You know, brush your teeth and really brush them. You're in the shower really pay attention to what you're doing. Don't do it on autopilot because the more you do that, it kind of puts uh, it stops the tape for a moment. And over time it creates a bigger and bigger and bigger gap in that tape. So now what happens is before the tape even starts, you realize, and you're able to stop. Stop it before you get sucked into it. Now, something happens in front of you, some kind of drama explodes, we get sucked into it immediately. And we're arguing, we're fighting, and okay? The, the moment that you've created some space what happens the drama appears and everything goes in slow motion it feels like that's what they call being in the zone being you know you you can now stand in this place of power and decide do I want to get pulled into this is this worth my peace what's gonna you can make these moves instead of somebody does something and you react to it and that's what most people do they're reacting to life. They're not going out ahead of it and doing what they want. They're just waiting for somebody or something to happen, and they react to that. So you're living by the whims of everyone else because you're not doing anything on your own. You're you're just living in reaction. So again, put the picture, put a Post-it note, draw something. Anytime you see that, it's just a reminder to you to be present. Look at the sky. Go outside. You'll start to notice, wow, I don't remember the sky being that blue. I don't remember the grass being that great because we miss it.
0: It's not very blue today. It's not very blue today, but that's okay. I'm in sunny Australia. It'll be fine.
1: We miss all that. (laughs) You know, we're living, we're, we are living on a round rotating marble that is flying through the middle of space. And we're worried about what Mary thinks of our dress and what Tom thinks about our performance this week. It's all BS. It's all this man-made crap that we, that we have to go through.
0: Well, isn't it? a little bit of an ego that we have inside us that we've pumped ourselves up by saying, oh, we're fantastic or whatever, or other people have. And it's our ego then. And then when Mary has a go or somebody else says something or something goes on, isn't it our ego that um, we're sort of trying to defend with all of those things?
1: Or am I getting... No, I mean, over the, over our life, we've created this ego. It's like, it's an illusion. I mean, it's not real. The ego that we fight for is always an amalgamation of all your choices, all the things, all your desires, all your dreams, all of that. So that ego is like anything else. It wants to live. It doesn't want to die. It doesn't want to be banished away. So it's going to fight. It's going to fight for itself. Okay. But again, when you know this, you can you can get in there and start changing it. It's awareness, I swear, is 70% of this battle. It's just becoming aware that it's happening. Because again, repetition of the right thing is going to change everything. You're going to realize, my God, I'm I'm thinking things that I thought when I was a kid. This no longer makes any sense in my life. I'm doing things that my dad wanted me to do, and I'm not living for myself. You know, you will start to realize those things. Wow, you know. How many things am I doing that I don't even wanna do? Is my dream really my dream or is it something somebody else wanted for me? So when you start looking at that stuff, you know, you can unpack that and and, and start moving through.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like my house is getting even more bloody crowded today because it looks like I've got Sarah sitting in one corner and then Felicity, (laughs) who's this ego, right? This lovely, gorgeous, Fantastic, hardworking, whatever, ego sitting there who's going, no, you can't let people say that. Don't let people do that. Um, Who's sitting in the other room. So I've now got two bloody lodgers in my house, Felicity and Sarah. I've got to sort both of them out. But
1: you know... You see, you know, it's like I I had a friend. We went to a newsstand. You have those in Australia. You know, you go and buy newspapers and magazines. Yes, we do. We do in our cities. So there's one of those on the end of the street. Right. And my friend walks up and he he says to the guy, uh, I'll take a copy of whatever world news reports or something. The guy is a a a-hole. It doesn't really say anything to him, treats him real gruff and everything. The guy pays his money. You know, thanks, John. I'll see you tomorrow. And he leaves. And I said, do you see that guy? I see him every day and I said, "Why do you put up with that? Why do you why do you let somebody treat you like that?" And he said, "His his, his uh existence, his what he says, what he does has nothing to do with me." Right? Why would I let him ruin my day? Why would I You've now given control of your yeah. happiness of your to somebody else. So, you don't know why he's miserable. It's just like you said, you don't know what the universe is is doing for you. So, you just let it go. Is that worth getting it? You know, and a lot of people would, they'd say, you know, God, learn to work somewhere where you're not around people. And, you know, they would start to give, you know, why do that again? You're only hurting you, right? It's only, it's only hurting you.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So we've got two people living <laughs> in our house now, right? Um. But how, how still, so I'm now living in the presence. I'm now aware of my Grumpy lodger, right? God, I'm just getting. I'm. There's a lot of things I got to do now, right? But I still don't have a dream life. So, how am I getting there? How do I? So that. So that's two things I'm doing, right? What else do I do? How do I get
1: my yacht? Well, first of all, you you have to know what you want, and you're never going to get there without it. And okay. here is the thing: if you ask somebody, "What do you want?", they're going to say, "I want to be rich. I want this." There's no plan. There's no specifics. Nah. There's no. There's no end game. You can't work towards anything if you don't know. It's like, I used to do a lot of cruise ships and I would perform, you know, uh, do shows and seminars and things. And a cruise ship is now, you know, a half a billion dollar device, okay? You can walk up to the bridge on a cruise ship. They can punch in the coordinates, turn on the engines. They can leave the bridge. There can be no people. And that ship with 4,000 people in it will end up at the next, you know, at the next city, at the next port, because it's everything's programmed, they know where they're going. So it's like, imagine the same cruise ship, right? The crew just goes up, they turn the engines on and they leave. And what happens? I mean, the ship never makes it out of a harbor, right? Because there's a destination. You have to know where it is that you wanna end up if you plan on getting there, because that, again, you don't have to worry about the middle part, which is how it's gonna happen and, and and what has to happen to make it happen. You start, you look at the end, what you want, you create, the life that you want whatever it is that you want to go for you create that in your mind okay and that's your end game that you can think about that you can you can you're standing in line at the bank you can take 30 seconds and see yourself you know at your dream house uh, see yourself financially free see yourself in good health whatever whatever it is um what happens is you you start to get that feeling and you know what i'm talking about that kind of shuddery feeling that we get when we have a first kiss or when we get a brand new car maybe in your life you've had it six times something unbelievable happens to you and you get this okay over time though you start creating that that dream life in your mind you get excited about it you know you feel grateful for it and it starts to create this where you're almost bringing more things to you to be grateful for you're creating a frequency of gratitude of love of appreciation not of negativity and hate and jealousy and all of those things. Because when you do that, you're bringing to you more of those things. Like I have a negative aunt who everything in the world happens to. It's like she goes through the car wash and somehow the window comes down. The whole car's filled with soap. You know, who does that happen to? Constantly, her and her husband, it's health problems. And everyone's, it's just one thing after another. Because when you wallow in that negativity, you create more of it. And if you're married to somebody who's negative, just think about that. You're in there going with each other. So, you know, you got to be very, very careful. And and again, just start looking at what is going on up there. We're scared. We don't want to look. We don't want to spend any time on the inside. We're always worried about the outer world, like, you know, things that, that aren't real. It's like love, confidence, strength, all the things that matter are inside things they aren't out go out and try to buy confidence go out and try to buy a bucket of love right those are inner things all the things we think are important like houses and cars and boats those are all the outer things that don't really mean anything we've switched it completely all the things no, I... that are worth everything we treat like nothing because they're free and we have we have them you know inside we're always looking for them outside so that's a huge disconnect when you're you know you're going around looking for everything to be exactly the way you want it to be, to be happy. We have to twist. And when you do that, you twist, you try to twist the universe and you pit yourself against the universe. It's like, this has been billions of years to get here. It has nothing to do with you. And you're here thinking that this moment is all about you. And so when you do that and you're like your preferences, I have to have this. I don't want this. So now if the world isn't exactly like you like it, It's not right, right? So it's accept the moment. Not only are you in the present moment, but accept it. If you don't like it, you can change it, but don't fight it. Don't act like you don't want this moment and you shouldn't be here and everyone's out to get me. Accept it. Then you move from it, but don't fight it because that's what creates this tension, this anxiety that things have to be the way you, you know, we've created this mindset among the humans that, you know, things have to be our way. We have to be the winner. Right. You're telling your kid in school they have to be the winner. They have to be number one. What does that make every other kid? It makes every other kid a loser. You want, right? And so we start to get happy about other people's failures because that's what we're happy about. We're smarter than them. We're better than them. They are, you know, somehow below us and it makes us happy because we're number one. Right. It's all a mindset thing.
0: But that's Felicity coming that's felicity coming in again isn't it that's the she wants the big ass, she wants the car she wants the boat she wants the private plane she wants the holidays in malibu or i don't know i'm not sure malibu's is. a nice place to go but you know <laughs> it is there we go malibu um and those sort of places right so um yeah so you're feeding your ego aren't you and not actually concentrating on you the person the human being and what actually makes you happy? Because getting that boat that might make you happy for five minutes, well, maybe a couple of days, but um then are you happy afterwards? You're then chasing the yeah, next. That's thing, what I tell.
1: Uh, as part of my story, I tell people is you know I I grew up. with You remember? Do you have the TV show Dallas over there? Oh, okay. D- Dallas.
0: We. I don't know. Right. We had it in the eighties. Yep. Yeah. Okay. With so I- a lot. Of, It was
1: religious watching, religious watching. Same in America. And I was a little kid who, you know, five years old, right? And I was watching Dallas with my mom. My mom stopped watching Dallas and I went on. I saw the whole, I mean, from by the time I was two to almost graduating high school, right? That was my favorite show. you me feel old now. I thought... (laughs) That's the way to be, right? Everybody, it's all about greed. It's all about money. It's all about that's all that Were matters. Were you
0: Bobby Ewing or JR Ewing? Oh, though I wanted to be JR. So oh, oh my to be J. God, did you?
1: Yeah. Oh, you're funny. Who cares? You wanted who to be you, the horrible one. Who cares who you screw over? It's all about yeah. money. So when I started making money, and you know, you're standing, I'm standing in the entryway of a big house and all of that, and it doesn't matter that's really when I started drinking all my life. I'm trying to get to this point where I'm going to be happy now because I'm going to have what I want. I got what I wanted and it was so hollow that I started drinking. I started, I had cancer and then I started smoking after, I mean, who does that? Right. It's almost like (laughs) self, such self-destructive behavior because you're realizing this is an illusion. It doesn't exist. This whole, you know, dream life that we create. It doesn't just appear. It doesn't just, you know, you've got to create that, in the right way, it's like we're always doing the wrong thing. We're looking on the outside. We're not spending any time on the inner. It's like as soon as you work on yourself, the outer world, imagine the inner world of your mind, and then there's the outer world where of you know people and places and things, right? Those two worlds are connected to each other. So if somebody walks up to you and says, oh, my God, you look like crap today. That happens in the outer world, right? We take it into the inner world. We get upset. We start getting flustered. You know, we get embarrassed, whatever. We're dealing with that on the inner. Now, what most people don't realize is because those worlds are connected, they work backwards. You can influence the outer if you start, but nobody does that. You don't. They don't no. start inside and work out. They're working on the outside. And that's why everything's hollow. It doesn't, you know, it's gold that doesn't matter. The real gold is mo- you mine in you. It's like you've got this amazing reservoir of power, of energy, of and we've just put all of our garbage and all of our crap over that, and we've stifled it. So it's just kind of removing the garbage is really all it is, removing the crap that you've thrown up there and finding the real you. What's your passion? What do you really want to do? Because it's never too late. Decide what you know you want to do. If you're a lawyer because your dad wanted you to be and you're miserable every day and you can't stand it. I don't care if you're 40 years old, start looking at other things, find out what hobby if you're, there's one thing you do like a hobby and you do you would do it religiously and you love it, you know, look at that and figure out maybe how can I bring more of that into my life? Maybe do that as, you know, a money-making opportunity, but start breaking out of the trap. We're in this cell. It's like, you're locked in this cage your whole life and the keys in your pocket, you just never take it out. It's like you're banging on the door, you're trying to dig underneath, you're trying to climb over, you've got the keys in your pocket and you just don't look in there.
0: Yeah, or, or and, and, and that's right, and fear is your cage as such, mm. because you're scared of um, what people might think, you're scared of not having any money, you're scared of all these various different other things that people potentially might be scared of that, um, that's keeping them in that cage that's meaning that they can't fly and do whatever they want to do i'm i'm i've got to agree with you the one saying i have to my son is i go buddy you are so special you are a one in 4 billion chance of being born buddy a one in four billion. and you have been born and you are who you are that's a such a special thing to be um he probably will curse me um when he has children and goes, oh, my God, I'm saying the same things. But, like, it is, right? It's one in a four billion chance, right? Could have been any other person, but this is the one that's come out who is slightly annoying at times when he (laughs) wants to put on his iPad or whatever. But anyway, you know, that's mummy's challenge, not his challenge. Um, Okay, all right. So the one thing, and I've heard... So I've, I listened to various different people. I mean, Tony Robbins and, and various different other people, right. Who, who actually say, well, you've got to imagine what your future's like. Right. So I'm going to challenge you here. Okay. Because it's all too easy to imagine what the future is and not get it. Right. So people have like gone and said um here we go i'm just trying to think so i it, in conversations that i've had with other single moms right we all sit there and we go we thought that this life would be so different <laughs> we've imagined our lives being in a family or whatever you know with x y and z and a car and a nice house and this that and the other and we've imagined that, right? That's why we've gone ahead, had our kids and, and yet we're on our own with no car, struggling, no child support, no nothing, right? And yes, we can sit there and in our minds imagine a lovely house with double garage, X, Y, and Z, but we ain't got it. So what are we doing wrong? Are we
1: picturing it wrong in our heads? Well, first of all, there's a disconnect. Uh, one of the worst things that uh, and I think it's from Australia is the the, the secret, the book. The secret. It's all about the law of attraction, and what that book did, which was so bad, was it created this idea that okay, I can, I'm going to sit on my sofa, I'm gonna, I'm gonna create a Ferrari in my mind, I'm gonna, I'm gonna concentrate, and then you know, eventually, it's going to appear in my driveway. Right. Well, that's right.
0: This is this is this is what I'm meaning to. This is what we all over here have actually had. Told yeah. to us, right? Just imagine yeah. it. Just picture and it.
1: that's that's wrong because wh- what you're doing is you're daydreaming. What you're doing is you are. It, it, there's nothing productive there. It's all just daydreams. There's no. What people are missing is the action step, which is the you want that dream life. You have to start moving towards it. If you want, you can't sit ah. on the sofa and you know eat sandwiches all day and 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 you know imagine yourself thin in your mind and you're going to be thin. It doesn't work like that. So. What Uh you have to do is you decide what it is that you want, and then you almost have to, like, that's why I was talking about the feeling. You have to create that in your mind that anytime you go to it, you have an anchor image. You see yourself in front of the house with the big car or whatever. And I'm not saying just money, whatever it is that you want, health, relationship, whatever. And you have to feel it. You have to really feel it. You have to start to believe it. Even if it's obviously it's not true, you start to, you don't have to tell anyone you don't want anyone else's opinion and don't you're stupid or this never works or you do it for yourself and you create this and you start to get the feeling. So they call it living in the end. It's a, In other words, start to live your life where say you want a Range Rover, you're driving down the, the road and you're stopped at a red light. I, imagine, feel that, you, you know, you're in a Range Rover, but get the feeling of it because the feeling is the, is the magic, okay. is the secret. It's that feeling that you create, that shuddery energy feeling, I mean, think about it. You see a sunset, the most beautiful sunset you've ever seen, and this feeling comes over you, all this energy and this power. That energy is in us all the time. It's it's flowing constantly. But what we've done is we've, again, pushed everything on top of it. And so for a a brief moment, the energy shoots through and comes out and we feel this amazing rush, right? But we only feel those things a very few times in our life. First kiss, new car, whatever that is. So, but you start bringing yourself to feeling that, to living like, I always say, you act like the person you want to be, and you will become that person. Because how would that person think? How would that person act? If, If this person, you know, you can't be self have a huge self-confidence problem and want to be a, a successful speaker or a millionaire actress you have to start making those things fit how would this person act if they had all the money they wanted if they they wouldn't have any pressure right they would they would feel different so try to imagine that so at night when you get ready to go to sleep the last moments of your day, is very amazing because you you're between awake and sleep in that kind of gray area where you get into the subconscious. So if at the end of the day you're thinking about all the things that went wrong in the day, what you've got to do tomorrow, all that does is now tomorrow morning is a continuation of today. Okay. So what you, you do instead is when you get ready to go to sleep, you imagine that dream life. You see yourself doing whatever with your partner. Okay. You go to sleep like that. And now for the next five hours, eight hours, however long you sleep, you're gonna be marinating on that. You're gonna be cooking on that instead of all of the negativity. Because your mind is gonna work while you're sleeping. Your subconscious is gonna be telling you stories, right? You don't want to fill yourself with with dread and with all this crap and then go to sleep. So if you don't do anything that I say, the last thing you do at night is you, you see yourself in the situation you want and you go to sleep that way. You're not sleeping in your bed in your one room apartment. You're sleeping in the bed in your mansion. Okay. You're feeling that and you just go to sleep. Okay. The subconscious will do it to do the rest.
0: I dreamt of a Subaru Outback last night. (laughs) So I'm not sure I want that to be my dream car, but it's probably going to be my car now. (laughs) Who bloody knows? But Yeah, hey-ho, it's all good. I said to my son when we were driving this morning, I was like, hey, see that car over there? I dreamt about that last night, so I think that's our car. (laughs) (laughs) But hey-ho, now I've manifested it, I'm going to be stuck with it. I really want something different. But anyway, never mind, I'll have to change that this morning. So, look, thank you for at least starting this journey that we need to all go on, right? But where do people find you online to find out and learn more about this mind power and actually
1: learn to change their lives? Because it can happen. I I mean, I'm living proof they can happen. If a a chubby kid from the Midwest, I I haven't eaten meat in a year. I I went completely vegetarian. Those things, I never could have done that. Never could have done that. Two years. I've been yeah. two years. So, so, could so, yeah. so, and I've seen clients and I've seen people all over the world that, you know, my God, everything has changed for me with a little bit of belief. So the best way to, to connect with me, we have a free Facebook group. And again, there's nothing to buy. What we do in that group is we teach, because I know that's what people think. I'm trying to sell a program. I'm trying to sell a course. I want to give. I feel no, guilty I want to give it away <laughs> because the more people that have it. The faster we change the world, I mean, it's it's the truth. So what we do in there is we do free trainings every day. There's just tons of free um, advice, free techniques, and strategies to start working on yourself. And some people are farther along on the journey. The journey never ends. We're all on this journey. You know, you're never going to get to the end of it until it's until your life's over. So no matter where you are, if you're just starting, or you've tried something, or you've fallen off, or you're you're enlightened, you can get something from this group because it's kind of a You know, a family. There's about 9,000 people in there, and it's all no advertising. It's all people either that saw me live or, you know, something to do online, but it's cultivated as a place to help everyone. So they can find it by going to brentsgroup.com. So it's B R E N T S, no apostrophe, B R E N T S, (laughs) and then group, G R O U P dot com. So brentsgroup.com, no apostrophe we'll take you there free to join and you know we'd love to start giving you these tools to start changing things for you because once little things change you will get instant motivation and that's what i really try to do is if you can change anything with someone just enough that they see that there's hope that they see that it's possible they'll do the rest you've but you've got to show them what's possible so that's what we do there
0: And look, I've been doing this podcast for two years, and if I'd have listened to Sappy Sarah in the corner there, I still wouldn't be doing this. So, no, that's fair enough. So, look, Brent, I have one final question for you. What book, and it can't be one of your own or any other thing that's connected with you, uh, what book would you recommend to my listeners and why? And I think we've already got a lucky two out of you from the beginning, but what book and why?
1: Well, it's going to be the same it's going to be the magic of believing because okay every i've worked with joan rivers i worked with phyllis diller a famous comedian in america who phyllis diller told me you know she was a 45 year old housewife you know with a bunch of kids uh wanted to be a stand-up comedian had no self-confidence read this book and literally she became the first female. i mean a 45 year old wow. woman not that attractive I mean, you know, she be- and all her friends told her she wasn't funny and she had a horrible voice. Let's not be too harsh. She says it. Let's
0: not be too she harsh. Come on, she Brent. She said it.
1: Everyone has beauty. She-, She's, was, she was very beautiful at the end after all the plastic surgery. But uh, well, she you used that book. She studied it religiously. She changed her life. Because what that book tells you is belief is everything. So if you can conjure up the belief... You know, again, doesn't have to be real, but you can start feeling it, it. It will change things. The book is was written, I don't know, 60 years ago, but it's the book that they, wow. when they wrote The Secret, if you read this book, you'll realize The Secret took most of this information from this book, but they added the part, you know, they've made it very sexy with the Ferraris and the, the mansions and all of that stuff, but it works exactly the same. So it's the... Ma-
0: Jim Carrey helped yeah. the secret as well. Yeah. I have to say, Oprah. come on. He said he wrote a check to himself. Yeah. Oh, and you know, hey, what can yeah. I say?
1: What can I but, say? You know, that that happens. I mean, Jim Carrey is very good with visualization. Is very good with manifestation, and so is Oprah. You know, she talks about you know being able yeah. to manifest things. But look at those two people. They have tremendous confidence and belief in themselves. I mean, Oprah was a black woman in the middle of. She came from a sharecropping. You know, and to know. become one of the richest people in the world as a black woman. That's unbelievable. It's because she had such unwavering, uh, this is going to happen for me, no matter what, you know, she kind of willed it into existence. So Magic of Believing by Claude Bristol, you can get a free copy. Uh, there's ebooks online, audiobooks, but go check it out. It's a quick read and it'll start to change things. Again, it'll dawn on you that there's something else here that I need to be looking into. Well, and I
0: wonder with all the discoveries we've got around quantum physics and like all of the different vibrations and energies going on in this world, we don't know everything, people. So I, you know, there could be something in all of this. We're now discovering microbiomes and mental cures. And uh, like, it's, it's all out there. It's all out there. Look, Brent, thank you so much. It's been fascinating. I could talk to you all day although I think you would slightly go mad, but um, it's been fascinating talking to you. Thank you. Um, thanks for coming on board. I'm hoping that what you've said today gives some of the single parents out there a little bit of hope that we can actually influence and change what's going on in our lives. So what if we don't got any child support payments and the kids are driving us up the wall and we're doing three jobs or whatever? It doesn't matter. We can change this if we just... Believe
1: basically is what you say. Well, ex- accept it first. You're not getting child support. Whatever's happening. Don't be go- well, you can't change yeah, that. I wish this would have happened, or he needs to do this. Go from the reality that's really happening for you, right? And as a parent, as a single parent, whatever, you will change your not just your life, but your kids will learn this by osmosis. They will see you doing it and you'll inspire the next generation. I mean, it just takes one person to change everything for the entire, you know, family line.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Look, I'm gonna get you, let you get on. I was gonna get you. I'm gonna let you get on, um, with your life. Um, wow, I'm wow, I'm joining the Facebook group. I don't care what anyone else is doing. I'm definitely joining it. And um, yeah, look, thanks. You are
1: welcome. I really appreciate it. And guys, remember, just bring some awareness to it, no matter where you are, and you'll really start to be able to change things.
0: Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you would like to hear more, please hit subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. If you would like to support us further, share this episode with your friends and family. And finally, drop us a review on iTunes as I'd love to hear your thoughts, comments and ideas. It all helps me to understand and produce awesome content you want to hear just like this if you want to check out our past episodes write to us appear on the podcast or for links resources and show notes go to our website www.strongsingleandhuman.com we are also on all the usual social media platforms insta facey and twitter i hope you have a wonderful week And I hope to see you back here again soon. Be kind to yourself and remember, no one is perfect. We're all just putting one foot in front of the other and doing our best. I'm Claire Martin, and you've been listening to the Strong, Single and Human podcast.